Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the 134th episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and you're back for Mutants Monthly number two with none other than Aurora Carter. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank you for thank you for having me, Aurora. Uh, of course, uh, anytime. But uh, yeah, of course, this is Mutants Monthly. We're uh, we're doing our, our 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 monthly X Men talk, and frankly, X Men is something that I needed a little bit more of in my life. And uh, being able to come back to different material every single month, uh, now for two months, which isn't a lot, but two months has been very very fun. Uh, this week is something blue, and we're talking uh, three three of our favorite blue boys and blue gal. Uh, we've got uh, Mystique, Nightcrawler, and the Beast on the table today, and uh, I don't really have a set organization here for how the episode is going to go. I say we kind of talk about each of the characters one by one, how they intersect a little bit every now and then, and uh, wherever the conversation takes us, it takes us. Obviously, if you were with us last month, you know that's the case. You heard us talk about Professor X and Magneto, and if you haven't yet, strongly recommend. However... You won't need to have listened to it to understand this one. Uh, yeah, let's let's jump into it though. Uh, fuck, who's the first character you want to talk about? In fact, let me ask: of the three we've got on the table here, we got Mystique, Nightcrawler, and the Beast. Who's your favorite? Nightcrawler. It's easy. It's so because like yeah the, yeah Mystique can shapeshift, but they Beast and Mystique all they do is flip. So it's like you know. <laughs> Even though Mystique is definitely badass, but Nightcrawler, you know, he, it's just a fact like he's held by something. Like his religion stops him from like doing a lot of stuff. His faith. That so is one he, of the most interesting aspects of the character. Yes. Is how he is so like he he's incredibly faithful. Like he is yes. incredibly devoted to God. It's mm-hmm. a uh, it, it and it's not something you get a ton of mm-hmm. in comic book media at all. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm personally not incredibly religious. Uh, however, that always provides a, a, a different insight into a character and a very clear reason as to why they do the things they do, you know? And, uh, Nightcrawler is one of those that is, you never really question him. Pretty steady, like a rock. He'll, uh, Usually on the good side of things, not going to, not going to be, not going to be on the wrong side of history too often if you're Nightcrawler. But yeah, I can, I can, I can get down with that for sure. And the character yeah, design. Like, I remember playing, I was playing um, X-Men Legends 2 on my PlayStation 2 recently. And I remember mm-hmm. when Nightcrawler would like use his buff, he would like do a little prayer and it was like. I never understood as a kid, like, what the fuck is he doing? Why he's the, why he's the only one that does the, the Catholic cross? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, this blue double fuck is religious. Who would have yeah. known? No, yeah. He's, <laughs> and like, he's, he really is just like one of the things you get from him in various stories. You don't see a very old night crawler often. You don't get a lot of aged night crawler. He's typically a pretty spry young man. Uh, so he's pretty happy go lucky. He can get, like, he obviously has his moments, like, in his origin, where he is being chased by a mob of people who is, who are going to kill him. Like, that's, that's the goal. Like, hey, if we can get rid of this blue demon, maybe we'll all be safe. Humanity, yeah. Uh, however, if they would just, like, listen to him for a couple seconds, you would hear him saying, why are they like this? I just want to hang out. I just want to be their friend. Like, I'm just trying to be a human. That's all. I didn't, I, just because I'm blue and I got this devilish tail don't mean that I'm that I'm bad news. 
one of the good guys. Yeah, and that's why like it's so like compelling when he um I mean not compelling, but like really emotional when like when you actually see him like stab someone the fuck up with two swords. Like when he just like, yes, like I gotta do it. But you know, like it's killing him. And I I remember watching um what is it, X two when Storm, Halle Berry Storm, when she <laughs> when she says, um you know, what are these marks for? And he's like, one for every sin. Like, he's actually carving scars yeah, like into his not just body. Like, that's, not, he, that's not part of his mutation. He's not like, he doesn't have that. He put that there. Yeah, and it's like, it's kind of sad, because, you know, this man is constantly, like, fighting himself. Like, it's it's just like, yeah, I have to go with the X-Men. Of course, I got to fight. Uh, and, and then the simple fact that his also his powers... Like his teleportation, what um, what he goes to like a dark dimension or something. I am not entire I, like I am not entirely versed in Nightcrawler's power. I I I as my knowledge goes as far as he bamps. He just he bamps. You know he moves somewhere else. I remember they don't. I remember seeing something. I think he was with the Avengers and the Fantastic Four and Spider Man was in the room, and they don't like it when he bamps in closed spaces because it stinks. Like no shit. Mouse That's like shit. funny. Well, <laughs> no, like that would that would like obviously it would produce an effect beyond uh, <laughs> sight. Like there is a dust cloud there for a second. There's got to be some sort of residual coming off of this. Shit. Yes, I remember. I was watching this funny skit on YouTube about the X Men, and Professor X had like people coming in, you know, auditioning for the X Men, and Nightcrawler was there. He says, "Stop teleporting in closed spaces, Nightcrawler," because he said, it smells like the Predator's dreadlocks. Like, I was, I was gone. I was no good. I said, you know what? All right, let me go to sleep. Like, it was so... Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Across the Marvel Universe and even DC, it's I, you're hard-pressed to find a, uh, a, a superpower that uh, is as not mundane, but like I mean, teleportation's no fucking joke, and, like, he even has the limit to where it's, like, as long as you can see it, he can teleport there. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like he can just teleport anywhere. Which which is another thing that you would think would make it, like, a little mundane. But, like, it is it is one of the best powers across all of, uh, across all of comic book media. Just the way they can bring it to life on screen and the way it appears on the page. Like, yeah. it's, it's one of the most beautiful character like uh signatures of any for for my money that the the purple cloud he leaves behind oh of course like um i really like well i kind of believe with me that nightcrawler is definitely one of like the faces of the x-men for me and what was nightcrawler was he introduced in giant size x-men yes he was that was his very first appearance there was a night like if you look up the character name nightcrawler on marvel unlimited uh, you would see that uh, there were a couple appearances prior to Giant Size X-Men. However, it's a white guy who does not have the same power. Mm. So they, they clearly were like, all right, we're getting Giant Size X-Men af- out there now. Like, we, we're trying to revamp this franchise. This guy, this this name's dope. We got we to gotta use it. <laughs> Nightcrawler. And I really like, um, I always thought like him and like, even though she's not blue, she's Caucasian as fuck. Um, Kitty Pride, like when, like you know, Nightcrawler has to also touch you to teleport, but she can touch you to phase. So it's like, yeah, exactly. I always saw that as like being funny. I'm like, it'll be like I always thought about them too. Like if they was being intimate, and they just like, oh, I can make you go through me. He's like, I will teleport the fuck out this room like, yeah, right yeah. now. Don't play with me. Like it was, like I always saw that being funny, but. I think of all the three blues that we're talking about, Nightcrawler and Mystique are the only blood related, right? Are they are they yes. blood related? Because the I'm... beast is not the beast is not a part of their family because okay, yeah because the beast and his origin, his mutation isn't isn't that his mutation yeah. is that he's got big hairy feet. Then yeah. he tries to then he tries to fix it, and then he becomes a blue beast. Yeah, he was a very big man, but. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he got the big, like, yeah. he got them big old hairy feet. He can climb really nicely. Yes, and I love the fact. Um, I did like the fact that he was very, you know, WWE giants at first. Like he was just. 
big as fuck. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I do like how he looks now. He's more feline. Like, I love the feline yeah, beast look. Yeah. Like, it's I pretty nice. That. It's pretty cool. I like that too. And the uh, the the modern uh, take on the beast, or like, uh, I guess we can just transition real quick in the beast. We'll bring it back yeah. to Nightcrawler when it's relevant. But uh. I, I love the modern design of uh, the Beast when it comes to, like, his transition in first class and then uh, beyond that. Because, it, it, it like you said, it's just so much more feline and it's, frankly, it, it's better looking. Like, the, the original <laughs> the original one was cool because it really did, resi- like, I'm thinking last, last Stand, right, is the one the Beast makes his appearance in. Yes. In full full blue uh and oh yeah last thing yes yeah because i remember that character very distinctly because it is an incredibly original design and does look a ton like the comic book and x-men cartoon version of the beast like that is it was an incredible design and they nailed it however taking that design and being like what would this character look like younger yeah you know basically being like all right let's Let's revamp this kid a little bit. Let's see what he. Let's see and what then, we can do. Like last stand, I remember my mother took me to the movie theaters to see. That was my first X Men movie that I've ever saw in the movie theaters. And I remember like coming from you know my hair to you know black and stuff like that. She's like, "What kind of mousse and silk press did they do to his hair?" Because damn, like it was. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." Somebody they had a black woman on set because his head looked over. <laughs> like I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." That was always <laughs> something that stuck out to me about the Beast too. <laughs> in that in that original appearance, was the way that he was like all all slicked back. And yes, I said, "Look at that lace front wig." They got him looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, Nicki Minaj is shook right now," but. Um... He, yeah, I love the design, and I also like the way his, um, I can't remember, because I don't want to get too much into costumes, because I was going to say that, but I know we're saving that later on. Yeah, yeah. But, his design was his costume, I can't remember, but was, did it have hints of yellow in his suit in Last Stand? Was I don't yellow? remember. I'll have to look into that real quick. Because... I don't believe so, though. Cause I was that like I don't I don't I don't want to know if I'm getting confused that with I know first class it was yellow but I could have sworn he had yellow in his suit too because it was like a jacket oh yeah it was it was less yellow and more like a gold you know like okay. it, was, it was the X on the front uh, on the chest and then the stripes over the shoulders uh but yeah that's it was it was a pretty cool look but it doesn't really it like. That's I I don't want to jump too much into costumes now. I'll have to save that because I was gonna go on a whole thing and I can't. I know but, uh, I was just that's October. Oh. And for those that are like, why can't they talk about it? Uh, <laughs> October, Halloween costumes, dressing yes. up. That's what we're gonna talk about. Along with uh, I had another idea to add some horror comics, like the scary X Men comics. Out oh there. yes, okay, you yes, we could definitely yeah. do that. I would love it. Yeah, yeah, we'll throw that in with October too. So that's that. Personally, right now, October's looking like my favorite month of anything we're doing. The costume yeah. design and uh, and uh, horror comics just looks like a fun fucking. That looks fun. So yeah, I can't. I really. I was Halloween. thinking about today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll yeah, October thirty first, guys, get on there. But For sure. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a I'm a, I'm a switch to Mystique real quick yeah. since I was talking about how uh you know the way they're all brought to life and this is one that I can actually talk about all of them in general like on on the on the screen I thought uh, Nightcrawler was one of the interesting ones where I think the original take on like the practical effects of the way he looks I liked that more in the original X like X two and X Men Last Stand more than I did in Days of Future Past and and so on you know because uh I. I don't know. It it felt more like a. It just felt more real to me, and I can say honestly that's probably the only character where I feel that way. Uh, of the three we're talking, because I remember Mystique in the original one, like it it looked practical, like it looked great, but like the way they brought it to life, 
in first class and then days of future past is just different. And obviously the technology shift that we've gotten play a big part in that because her whole thing is really hard to come really hard to bring to life. I know that like people was very like they was complaining about more mistake about Jennifer Lawrence about um like her being fully blue. But I'm saying like you're kind of wanting her to look like movie mystique, not literally like comic related, you know? Like yeah. because comic mystique was you know, like the only thing she saw was blue was really her arms, face and legs. So it wasn't like yeah. she was fully naked. Like with her signature white outfit. She was never was like fully fully naked all the time. All Which, the t- that 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 yeah. one with the white dress and stuff will be coming up next month, I'm gonna tell you right now. Yes. But uh I'm trying not to get too much into the costume. I'm just trying to really talk about like the movie side. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so hard. This is so hard, Colton. But I know it's going <laughs> a line, but we're but gonna do it. I did like the fine details. I did like the scale look of Mystique, but then I also like the way that the I don't think this is costume, so I could say this. I did like how the Sentinels had Mystique like scales imprinted on that. Like I love that was that. a real like that that kind of uh little detail in the story, like the fact that in Days of Future Past, what they are mining is Mystique's power to apply it to the Sentinels. You know, like it's like that's perfect. You know, that makes it makes everything with mystique so far worth it for me you know like like in terms of the character design because like you know most of the time when she did appear in comics she was in the white dress and stuff like it was a pretty original choice to go with that when it came to x-men like it was kind of like oh that feels kind of weird kind of random but it was actually like very distinctive, very memorable. Like, I remember being, like, five knowing who the fuck Mystique was, and it was just because I knew she was the blue scaly naked woman on the screen. Yeah, the blue scaly. I used to always try... This is when, um... This is this is when, before I knew what sexuality was, I used to always be like, hmm, I wonder what it looked like down there. But... You know, <laughs> <laughs> wonder how's that... Like, inside, I know... How's that work? From like X Men lore, I know it's not, but like 2005 Fantastic Four, I thought they skinned Mystique and took. I I don't know why. Some reason my brain was like, "Oh my god, he skinned Mystique and used her clothes." I was so I was so ignorant. I was so <laughs> ignorant, but <laughs> I didn't know what this stuff was. I just thought that's what happened. I saw Marvel and I thought she was with them, but um. But oh man, like that, like yes, the whole Sentinels aspect, like it, it made them look more ominous when they would like just stand still and they would just have that, that effect that her skin has when she would like change. It was so, mm-hmm. well, and like yeah. the fact that that like they used the same like the scales flipping effect every yes. time that they they even they even implemented a power. Like it didn't have to be that they were changing appearance. It was that they were going to use a new ability. So it has to shift into that new ability using Mystique's power, yes. which begs the question, do you think there's like a, any potential or is there any storyline out there where Mystique's power expands just beyond? See, I don't know because looks in, say like I don't. I don't really know. I remember her turning because she never really did. I don't think she did say all in the movies when she turned to animals because I've seen stuff when she turns to snake, birds. Yeah. I have seen that. But I don't think she can imitate Pazka. I remember in Days of Future Past, I think they were using also Rogue's DNA into the Sentinels because I remember the Rogue cut that they had Rogue in the um, X-Match and they was taking her DNA and putting it into the Sentinels to able... They would say Bondi, her, and Mystique. That would make sense too. And I think that part of that was also like they used the it would have made sense if they used like the uh the cure to have mined their dna yes and then which makes sense it was kind of cool that they would use rogue and mystique's dna because you know mystique kind of like mothered her for a while in the brotherhood yeah yeah and that's that's always an interesting aspect of rogue's story that i didn't know until i was like Whenever I started reading comics and really paying attention to what I was watching on <laughs> yeah. the X-Men cartoon and stuff, 
But, uh, you know, like in the movies, that's not, that's not part of it. And I grew nope. up on the movies. So I like, nope. I, when I learned this little part of her, part of Rogue's backstory and part of Mystique's backstory, it was really fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. because I think Mystique kind of gets, uh, did dirty in those original movies. She's nothing more really than Magneto's lackey. She's just kind of there. Oh, I uh, use Com Bucket, but you could use that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that too. But uh <laughs> Yeah, we can no, go yeah, with lackey. Lackey, but yes. Uh the the way they expanded her backstory in the uh, later movies and uh I mean later killing her off in Dark Phoenix, but uh <laughs> it's rough. Like it's like ah you did all this other shit in the other movies. She's not the one you kill for weight in that moment. Like, yeah. like we had so many other people we could have. That's a whole thing. Like, I cannot wait till we talk about that movie. Oh my god! Yeah, because I, I have, I have some beef with that part. Just because, like, what they do in First Class, Mystique becomes much more important. Yes. You know, like she becomes much more integral. She becomes the the yin and yang to magneto and professor x like she's on both sides she has been anyway she's been on both their sides but and then they expand on that in days of future past she's the fucking hero like she's the one that we need to be like okay so in this alternate future eventually she's the one we're looking to she is our leader x-men she's basically scott before scott and uh and then in Dark Phoenix, they were like, yeah, she's leading. But guess what? And then you not even intentionally get killed. It's an accident. Like, that's the thing that I was like, all right, okay, we not doing this. <laughs> like, I was so oh, mad. And I skipped Apocalypse. She was dope in Apocalypse, She was too. dope in Apocalypse. Like, she got choked, everything slammed, bam, went against Sentinels. But, oh, Gina's like, stop. Oh, you're crucified. <laughs> like, it's so Fucking stupid. impaled. Like, yes. Like, goddamn. And it's, it's just the fact that, like, it doesn't, it's, it's wrong character. Like, if you wanted to do something right there in that moment, there, aren't there like four other people there? Yes, that was a yes. We could have killed that were like at, at, to this X Men team. Yes, not nearly as important, but still represented. She just killed a member of the X Men. I would even prefer. I know I might get slack. I would have preferred Quicksilver. Other than Mystique, like any Mystique. I'm mean, saying that y'all spent. I'm not trying to really talk about Dark Phoenix. I'm not talking about the Mystique storyline in it. But like y'all spent so many years building mystics 2011 2011 to 2019 y'all building up mystique to be this like scott wolverine like y'all trying to make her be as important giving her like Mm -hmm. a strong role and then for her just to die i would have liked it if she killed beast and mystique was now on the flip side again because she was already battling professor x in the movie she was already Getting irritated on a different with him. Page, realizing she needs to do shit a different way. Yes, like, I would have, and then she became mystique that we knew. Like she was like, "Hey, Eric, yeah, boo, um, yeah, cause I'm back in. Yeah, I'm trying to give you this purple. Like, you know, I ain't like, gonna lie, bro. That scene, uh, and I know we brought it up last month in the Professor X Magneto discussion. Whenever they, uh, they, their flip reactions to Mystique. Whenever Magneto's like. No, I like the real you, and she switches to Jennifer Lawrence, and then he's like, nah, the real you. Yes. I was like, oh, he want her bad. Yes. Like, I would have loved that he came out the room and stuff like that, and, you know, Beast like, what happened to your lips? And he's like, why are you so blue like that? What, you losing oxygen? Like, I would have been like, oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, he was However, I will say, <laughs> I will say, one of my one of my favorite aspects of those movies <laughs> Uh, the the new X Men, if you will, uh, is Beast and Mystique. Their 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 rapport, what they kind of become, but never like officially. But like you knew it was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I I loved their connection, and I do think that I think Beast gets did dirty in the movies for the <sighs> most part. Yes, uh, just because in terms of the comics and in the cartoon, uh, I love him in the animation. He's like, he's like yeah. Nightcrawler, like I was talking about a little bit ago. He was a rock, like he was like. You could rely on Hank McCoy. Yes. That was your fucking guy. Not you one. Know? And the fact that yeah. he would look at Mystique and be like, straight up, like, nah, you're not beautiful. That was never what that character was about. Like, he was never going to insult. He like, was never like that. Like, never like he that. He was a type and of And obviously, it was, yeah. it was like a, it was only a self-hatred thing ever with Hank McCoy. Like, he always wanted to be normal. He always wanted that. However, it never, it never blocked his sight of the beauty of mutants. Like he 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 always knew how important and how incredible they were. He just always wished that he could be back to normal. Yes, if they like, if they would have did this, like for instance, if the MCU want to do the same storyline where he's like, "Oh, I'm blue, ew," I would like if him and Ben Grimm could talk about that because Mystique is not about that. They oh Ben Grimm God. and Beast would make more sense. Okay, I need sense. to I need to pull this comic book up real quick. <laughs> no, because. Ben Grimm and Hank McCoy is like a a match made in fucking heaven. They're they're the perfect little duo if they ever wanted to link like link up yes. to fight fight crime or whatever. Because I mean, I'm trying to find the book that I found. Amazing Adventures uh number 11. 1970. It's uh The Beast's Origin where he is a uh, He's like, I need to fix my feet. And then he turns into a blue beast because he tries to take his serum. Doesn't go well. However, the, the, like, I was like, holy shit. This is straight up the Fantastic Four movie from 2004. Whenever he goes back to his apartment and he looks at his girlfriend, he's, he's shadowed. He's in a, he's in a fucking trench coat and a hat. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, I, I made a mistake. I, and she's like, just tell me, just tell me. And he, he's like, no, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to prepare you. <laughs> and then, and then she's like, for what? He's like, I love you. Then he steps into the light and she freaks the fuck out. And he's like, no, no. And she's like, ah, get same away from me. Storyline. No, the exact same storyline. And, uh, the thing that always made it like, a little bit like okay to me that those were like basically the same storyline was that the characters are drastically different. Like Ben Grimm and Hank McCoy are not the same guy yes. by like any means. However, they would pair really, really well together. You know, one thing always bothered me about the movies that not once that he said I would have loved and Dark Phoenix when he went into space. Okay, it makes sense. He would be like Oh my stars and goddess. Like I would have loved to hear that. They not that oh was the perfect opportunity. He's in space. He's in space. Oh my stars and goddess. Oh my stars. Like that's how he talks. Like oh my stars I was playing Lego Marvel superheroes when Cyclops and Gene is chasing Juggernaut. And Hank is just carrying this paperwork and they just run past them and Beast is just like, no running in the hallway. Oh, He's just like, no, yeah, he's just so he's just like, and that's why I know you, I, like it's been about 20 minutes since I asked the question, who's your favorite? And you went with Nightcrawler. My favorite's Beast. And it's it's always been because of the way this character is it like he is. He looks like a <laughs> a giant jungle cat mixed with like a an ape. And yeah, he's blue. Okay. He's got yellow eyes. And he's the most just a ta ta, good day. Like it's <laughs> it, it's it's hilarious to me. Like that's that's why he's my favorite. I think the Nightcrawler is probably the coolest, don't get me wrong. But like the beast has always held a special special place in my heart because Yeah, okay. I like can... the way that you said the way that you said Nightcrawler is like one of the faces of the X Men to you, and like he is he is to me as well. The beast is right there with him. Like, it's like, for me, it's those two, Wolverine and Cyclops, just because of the distinctive face design. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, those all just really right. stick out. Like, I remember watching, I was watching the the 90s X-Men Dark Phoenix saga again. I watched then, that last night. Yes. And when Jean went after the Hellfire Club, when she went Phoenix and stuff like that, mm -hmm. when he says, 
everybody's like, do not do it. Like, this fiber is right there. Storm's like, do not do it. He's like, oh, dear. Like, I was like, Beast is so... Oh, dear. Like, I just want him to smoke a blunt every time he's on screen, because he is too chill. He's just like, yeah. Oh, no, nah, this man can handle <laughs> anything. Like, he's he's just got such a cool, level head. It's like... <laughs> No matter what the situation, he was always just kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look at this as logical as I can. I'm gonna break it down. And odds are, I'm not going to be that afraid of it. (laughs) And like, I don't think you got a lot of that in, in the Foxman films just because the Foxman, I'm so happy you said that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, cause I think back to the last stand. He was only in the last stand. He was he was solid in the last stand, but like I, I wanted a more prevalent beast. You know what I'm saying? I wanted him throughout that trilogy, not just popping up in the third movie. Yes, and, and also, then, um, oh sorry, if you could finish a thought, yeah, I was just gonna say. And then he was in the the new X Men films, and it was like he was much more prevalent, and I liked many aspects of his character, but it didn't feel incredibly loyal to the to the beast we've come to know, and I'm all right with that. You know, I want new characterizations and stuff. Uh, however, it didn't seem to me that this beast that we were getting to know in the Foxman films would become the beast that we saw in The Last Stand. Those just didn't connect for me. I you know feel like saying? Foxman, Fox, period, wanted to make... They, they saw a beast, it's like, hmm... That's not make him funny. That's make him like serious because he looks like a beast, but that's what makes beast because he is, you might, he's, he's the really like this, um, the term looks can be deceiving. Cause you would look at him and be like, oh yeah, he going to eat me. I'm dead. Yeah. Straight. Michael Jackson. He's thriller. as civilized as it yeah, gets. But he's cool as shit. Like I remember, um, watching X-Men evolution and he's out there playing with the mutants. They playing like a sports game. And he's like, all right, let's play it. And then all of a sudden, they just start using their powers. And he's like, well, that's it. It's over. But then, Last Stand. You said something else about Last Stand. And I thought about it. It would have been amazing. Instead of him reaching for the 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 boy, the cure boy, and then he's like, <laughs> like, he's looking at his hand and he's crying. I would have liked it if he did it. He'd have been like, oh, my stars. Like, it was just like, if he could just yeah. use that, like. Like to say it, I wanted to hear that so bad. Cause he's goofy. Beast is goofy. That's always been his thing. He's goofy. He's like a Clark Kent. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I could see that for sure. Like in the way that, like, that's actually a really good comparison in terms of their characterizations and such. Like they are both very level-headed, usually very cool, and uh, just a little bit of a goofball. Mm-hmm. That's why it hurt throwing a dad joke around every now and then. (laughs) That's why it hurt more in in X-Men 2 Rise of the Apocalypse when Beast was the one that betrayed you. Like, I was like, not Beast. That was my damn. And like, I'm a blood. I don't even rock with Crip. I rock with him. Like, it's like, (laughs) it's like, damn. Like, I was so hurt. (laughs) Wow. Like, Beast is, yeah, I think I need a change because Beast, I actually do like Beast. Beast is cool. Beast, uh, that, that was, that was always one of my, uh, he was just always one of my favorites. And, uh, uh, to contrast that completely, my other favorite X-Man is, is Wolverine. But, uh. Are they both Wolf, uh, Wolfpine mutants? Wolfpine mutants? Yeah. They're considered I a think subcategory. Sort of, I always forget that there's, there's these subgenres. Subcategories, yeah. The uh, Mordocks, the, um, Nephilim mutants, uh, Wolfpine mutants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of Sabretooth, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, um, yeah, all... Wolf's Bane. Yeah, all of them is like the Draken animalistic and stuff like that. Yeah, they're all they're all in this the same family. But yeah, yeah, I I always thought that like those two being my favorites, they're just so opposite. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't be more opposite. Is um has what's his name? Hazazel? Hazazel? I know this is going back to Nightcrawler, but is it Hazazel? Yes. Azazel. Azazel. Yeah. He's he's Nightcrawler's dad, right? I don't know if that's the case. Because I don't want to look at Foxman. I don't want to do Foxman. Yeah, cool. Well, that was the Azazel I immediately thought of. Yeah, because I'm like, because I'm going to have a Joseph moment if I think all X-Men lore comes from the movies. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's Nightcrawler's dad. 
That's not quote there. Okay, okay. I know I wasn't tripping. Like, you know what's so embarrassing about that, Colton? You know what's so embarrassing? I was watching, um, in the movies, they never even say that like Mystique is Nightcrawler's mom because she just out of nowhere saves him in Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, well, X-Men Apocalypse. They don't say Age of Apocalypse. They don't say that. I was watching behind this, a B-roll of Jennifer Lawrence talking to Evan Peters. And he said, where did that character come from? She said, oh, he's my illegitimate um, love child I had with Azazel in first class. So the actress knows that this is her child, but y'all not going to put it into the film? Like, I... So y'all have Quicksilver looking at Magneto, but you can't have that moment with Mystique and Nightcrawler? Yeah, man. That would have been a great parallel to throw in that movie, too. The Quicksilver, Magneto, Mystique, and and Nightcrawler. It would have been perfect. Because they... I just don't understand. I, I literally don't... I don't understand the Foxman. I know we're going to have a whole talk about that, but I don't understand. Like, it's like y'all have the material right there to, to do it. Yeah, they just, they didn't execute incredibly well. And That's why if I had a budget, Fox. <laughs> if I had a budget, I would be like, Colton, come on here. Let's write this movie together real quick. <laughs> like, we need a budget. Quick. Nah. <laughs> we need. But, uh, now, I, I, I always thought that, uh, uh, Mystique is definitely the, the character I am the least versed in, in terms me of too. comic book lore. Yes, me too. Just because the movies obviously made her like, she's an X-Men. And, obvi- and for a very long time, that was not the case with the character Mystique. She mm-hmm. was, she wasn't really introduced until late 70s, so she was, she was a little bit after even giant size came out. Yeah. So, like she was on, she wasn't ever introduced really as an X-Men until I'd guess the two thousands, like the, like recent comics. She is so much more prevalent because of how much the movies had bolstered her. But I like reading old comics. I don't know about you, but like I like getting in a time capsule and reading shit from the 60s, 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. Like those are, those are perfect. <laughs> uh, I will say, however, the first the first comic book run I really got uh, into when I first started reading comics was the Astonishing X Men. Yes, from like two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mystique's pretty prevalent in that. She she's, I mean, about as much as she is in any X Men story modernly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, I just don't. I feel like Mystique, though. I don't. Obviously, I'm not really deep in the comic lore of Mystique, but I feel like also Mystique can like have. Mystique is really, like, a force to be reckoned with, though. Like, you should not really underestimate her. Like, even if you're an Omega-level mutant, like, I i don't... Like, she can still fuck shit up. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like, she's... Like, and I don't... She's a badass. Like, there, there are a few... There are a few characters who I... Like, when I think of who Mystique could fight, like, it's like she could fight Black Widow and shit like that. Like, she could... She could fight those people and defeat them. I kind of say that Mystique is more deadly than Black Widow to me. I will even say that. Not just so far for her shape shifting. I just think that she could like do some shit. Because she's also built. In a comic, she is built. Yeah, she's jacked. Yes. Like, she will beat the shit out you. That, like, I would love Serena Williams to get blue and play Mystique. <laughs> right. That'd be, that'd be spot on. <laughs> like, she is jacked. I'm I'm looking through like the uh, the red section of my Marvel Unlimited, and the amount of X Men stuff in here is crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I started started with Astonishing X Men number one, two thousand four. That was the first time she was introduced, or when was the? Oh no, that was the first. That was the first comic book I read. Oh, okay then, okay then. Because I remember reading the original, like the first X Men comic. Like it, she wasn't even nowhere in. I was expecting. Her oh to yeah, be nowhere there. near that. And I was like, oh, they got Scarlet Witch before Mystique. And I said, oh okay. Yeah, Mystique's first appearance was Uncanny X Men number one fifty eight. On June 1st of 1982. And I remember looking into this online, looking for her first appearance. And, like, there's a lot of controversy around it. Like, what's actually the first time she was really in the comic book? Because she's, like, mentioned an issue or two before, but she's not actually brought in. Uh, And in this X-Men 158, 
uh, she's not very prevalent, but she does appear for like a second. And she's also not in blue form. What? I think she shapeshifted. Like she's in someone else's shape. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So like she doesn't pop up as Mystique in that. That's, I thought Mystique, like I thought Mystique was like the A1, like the OG. Like she was back fucking shit up. Like I did not know. No, that's the vibe they put off. They they put like in terms of the movies. I I anticipated her being a part of like the Brotherhood. Me, of Evil even movies. the animated comments. She always came off like she was a one with Magneto. That's is what I said. Animated comics, the animated series. Yeah, like yeah. she came off like she was a one. But question: Did they ever like say that she, her and Magneto actually had like a relationship, or was that just something? Like a fan, like that was like a fan service, fan fiction type thing. Like in the uh, in the in the movies, I know in the movies, of course, there was like a like a love interest, but I'm talking even comic lore, like comic book wise. I am not entirely sure. I will. I would assume there are some comics, just because I can't imagine that's based in nothing. Because, like uh, you said, in the Professor X um one, like Mystique is one of like the what the Council of um. What was it? The, said, the like, leadership council on Krakoa. Yes, Krakoa. Yes, like even her to have like a big role like that. Like I'm like, mm, I don't know. I, I like Mystique and Magneto together. Like they, ah, yeah. No, they are not. They are not comic book canon as a relationship. Oh the movies, come on! The movies took that. The movies took the liberty to do that. Okay, that's one thing Foxman to me. To me, I felt he did right. Like I do love Mac. I love that relationship. I love that relationship. I, it's, yeah, it's, it's so, pretty. It's pretty great. But then to also show like Mystique, Mystique got done dirty so many times in this movie. It's like it's simple fact that Magneto just left her to be like, oh, you can't turn blue no more. You don't, yeah, you don't got that blue waffle no more. I don't know what to do. You mean nothing to me. Yeah, he said like, you. Um, what she say? Like you're not. What did he say? You're not pure anymore. What did he say? Some some shit. It was like it was like damn man. It was like a like, fuck boy. On, yeah. Like he would like that was something you used to say like like when a fuckboy gets somebody pregnant for the first time it's like oh yeah you got to go, because <laughs> like, you just left this it, this girl here naked like <laughs> right fuck right like come on nah, and and in the fact and then in Days of Future Past whenever she's whenever he like straight up like when he learned that what she would eventually do. Like what her power would eventually be used to do, he was like, "All right, well, clearly, I have to kill you." Yeah, then dragging her with the bullet—that that scene was—that's brutal. I was like, "Don't give him no more. Don't give him. Don't give him ass no more. Don't do it." And I know you're gonna do it, but don't do it. Like <laughs> that's some like, fuck shit. Like you, you keep having feelings. That's for this incredibly man. abusive. Like that is so. Like Ike and Tina Turner, what is you doing? Like it's <laughs> like what is you doing? Like I know this is back in the day, but damn! Like you shot the bitch and ain't gonna drag her by the bullet. Like oh, he deserved to die. He deserved. Oh, I'm so happy when she shot him in the neck. I was so happy. I was like, you deserve right. that shit. Like you, you, you do deserve it. <laughs> so, which actress do you prefer playing Mystique? Uh, I don't. I, I'm not a huge. I, I, I'm not leaning one way super hard or the other. I think that both characters just had drastically different purposes for the time that they were mm. uh, uh, used. Because, I mean, in those original. Uh, that original trilogy of X-Men films, you know, like, like I said, she's, she's prevalent. She's always there, but like her story is, is pretty background. It's not, it's not pressing or anything. That's uh, why so it's so hard brought, for me. Yeah. Like when she is brought to the foreground yeah. and Jennifer Lawrence embodies her. That's why it's great because Jennifer Lawrence is a fantastic actress. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I can't really say one way or the other. In fact, I, uh, I need to look into, who the actress was in that original? Uh, I, thought, I thought her name began with an R. I can't remember, but um, even Rebecca, though I it, Rebecca Romaine, Lomaine, 
I said Lomain. Rom, it's R O M I J N. So Dutch. She's a Dutch woman. Rebecca Romain. Ramen. <laughs> I'm saying Lomain. You said Robin. <laughs> Rebecca Romian. Romian. Oh. <laughs> Rebecca Ronian cheese, but still, but. Um... <laughs> But I did, to me, I really did like the, um, see, that's why it's so hard for me. Like, like the Foxman fans got on my nerves about the, like when Jennifer Lawrence was first seen in, like how they said how she got toned down with her scales in, um, Days of Future Past. Cause I was like, well, Mystique always had like smooth skin. Like it was just blue. Yeah, like that was always her thing. Yeah. It was just like Always her character design, at least comic book wise. Yeah, it was it was just blue. Like she had poreless skin. Like it was pretty fantastic. But the movies is what made her more what reptilian like. I think. Yeah, it was she scaly. I like I. It it is weird. I'm looking at it in the uh in the last stand, and it it it's definitely like it reminds me of like an alligator's back. Yeah. Oh, that means she was ashy. But like still, but like. But yeah, like I can, I I just didn't understand that because I'm like and like oh like uh, I don't want to get into comic books, but this, I'm on a comic book costume. But I'm just gonna say this one little part. I literally almost passed out in Apocalypse when I saw Mystique have her like almost a signature outfit on at the end of it. That yeah. was that was fan service fan service well done. That was yeah. I mean, so many people was like, what? I remember, like, it was at the, I was just like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. It's all white. <laughs> yeah, that's they, good, uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is it, when it comes to the movies, they, uh, it, and I, I can't dive too deep into costumes because it's next month, but I was just yes. going to say that, like, you know, they either go really hard or they don't go nearly hard enough. Yeah, it's never a middle ground. Yeah. It's never a middle ground. Like, Gene with dumb fucking trench coats. But I'm not going to get right. into that. <laughs> like, it's like they never want to play with colors. It's like they scared. Like, I never understood that. Play with colors. For real. <laughs> I, I Apocalypse really is, a, like, it's it's probably my one of my favorites of that. It's probably my favorite of the Foxman films. It might be. I won't say for sure or anything because that's a topic in December. But it's up there. I like that one a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though there was uh, a slight, not slight, a major like plot hole. But we, you know, the Foxman movies are not famous for continuity. So See, that's the thing is that like whenever I'm like did. considering my favorites for X Men, I kind of just go, I don't give a fuck about what they've said before or after. Did. I take this in a vacuum and I like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because X Men: The Last Stand. I was like, what the hell happened to Nightcrawler? Like, where did he go? <laughs> did right. he... <laughs> like, where? Like. I just didn't understand that, but but the scene that I really remember about we I'm gonna jump on piggyback what you said earlier about um Mystique and Beast with their relationship. I loved how Jennifer Lewis played that scene when they was like eating Twinkies and like that little what would it be in like a jet engine or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when she was like, she literally said, "Go ahead, take my blood." I was like, "Oh." Oh, like, and know, he was like, "Uh huh, yeah." And then how she just Shake, sat on hand his lap. shaking, nervous. Mm-hmm. And how he, how she just sat on his lap and put her head to the side. I was like, "Girl, yeah." She knew exactly what she was doing there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hank knew what she was doing too, and he was like, "Okay." I wonder why they didn't give him big hands. He had yeah, big feet. It's true. But that's always been one of his one of his things. <laughs> that he uh like he was always the 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 big feet, not the big hands, you know. <laughs> oh, cuz I, I okay, so it was just big feet. Is that what it was? Oh, cuz I thought in the first issue of X-Men he just had big hands too. Cause I remember him looking like a a monkey. Okay. Okay. 
He was an amazing gymnast. That's all I know. Oh, you know what? He has some pretty big ass fucking hands in that original. Yeah, like he's X Men. Like in the, I remember like, in the first, yeah, like it was. Pretty yeah, he has big. some. Very, he has some pretty big ass hands. But my guess is that they were they were just like, maybe they were trying to do something for that scene where uh, Charles kind of accidentally outs him as mutant. Mm, so yeah, because they would have noticed by his hands. Yeah, is my guess. What shoes like, did those he Those were absurdly wear, big though. hands. His shoes, right. like, how'd you hide that? Yeah, his shoes must have been big as sh- I'm talking about Shaq. No, bigger than Shaq. Like, no, nah, this man got fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he had some toes on him. I was like, even though he Man's definitely got um, in the um, department, he definitely got his feet done before that movie. Though I said I could see that glistening on there, but still, <laughs> I was like, I can see that. Ooh, pedicure slap. Yeah, I, and beast. I mean, like, if you if you got feet like beast, you got to be getting pedicures. Like, yeah, you got to keep that. Yeah, that'll get out of control quick on you. <laughs> For real, but like, I did like the the design of like how they show him like kind of transforming. But like again, they never really kept beast consistent because then he showed it like, oh, he was pretty like fuck. This is how he's gonna look now. But yeah. then he could turn it on it like first and then he had to take the medication. Then he had like a Bruce Banner type effect and Dark Phoenix. So I'm like, like, no, he had a Superman moment. He took the glasses off in Dark Phoenix and transformed. I'll say, uh-uh, we're not doing this. <laughs> I am not a huge fan of that. Because then you're like you're because then we're like molding a few different stories in Marvel, like like you're getting the thing and you're getting the Hulk and you roll it into this feline type creature that is the beast and I I don't know I, I, I just prefer I prefer the classic one way or the other for him yes like uh, it, it was it's so just not, it's just like we do that enough you know like I, I we already have Hulk so the beast can do the same thing except he doesn't turn into a fucking Hulk well then what the it's fuck like, if like, you want to show that the these point? blue characters are white just say that <laughs> right like we get it we get it like um even though the actor that played beats i'm just gonna say this for me i saw him with a suit on at a dark phoenix thing wow he looks good nicholas holt is a fine man he looks uh, good i was like yeah he is a good he's in a uh he's actually in a series uh that's ongoing is it on Hulu, the Hulu series? Yeah. yeah I know yeah, what series yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, he looks good. This was a good beast. <laughs> no, yeah, I really I really like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I, I just, really enjoy him. I've really just also with the beast, great. He has The Great is the show. That's what is the great. Oh, that's that um that period um TV show, right? Yeah, the period the period comedy. Yeah. I the only the other thing about him, I think he was pretty good at like showing like what he was given because we can't really beat on these actors for these movies. They was good for what they was given. This was the script, and they did. Oh it yeah, well. for sure. I I actually have beef with like none of the actors. Like I think Sophie Turner as Jean Grey is fantastic. She is she's doing her job really well. I think the writing's a little lackluster, and the same goes for Jennifer Lawrence, and the same goes in the originals for, uh, uh, oh, what was her name? Are you talking about Rogue? Oh, her too. I was thinking of, uh, Fom K. Johnson, though, uh, Jean, Jean Grey in the original movies, and then Anna Paken in the original movies as Rogue. Yeah, okay, okay. I can, I can, I, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But I mean, like, the only characters they ever, like, got right were Professor X and Magneto. It seemed like those were really, like, that was, like, all they were focused on. And Wolverine, but they didn't get his image. Like, I mean, they had the hair, but, like, he's, like, a short fuck. (laughs) You know? Yeah, like, he's a bowling ball. This man. He's just short uh... and mad. Hey, I'll take Hugh Jackman though. For, yeah. For oh, sure. oh, yeah. Of I fuck with Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, and uh, he his portrayal is actually the reason I don't have beef 
with the idea that Wolverine has to be a future past. I was always, I'll always remember this. Happy thoughts. (laughs) I love that. Happy thoughts. (laughs) He was trying so hard. After, after he's just murdered motherfuckers. And I can't wait. I already had an idea for January for, for an episode. I know we cut it off at December, but I got six, seven, eight. Nine already in mind. I want oh, January yeah. to be I heavy. Some ideas too. I, I want a January to be heavy metal, and it would be an episode about Wolverine and Colossus, Colossus and yeah. what Juggernaut too. Oh, I, I like that. The heavy hitters. Yeah. Okay, yeah, heavy metal. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So are we just doing metal, or are we doing like heavy metal? Like they hit hard as fuck. I, I was thinking like yeah, like I was thinking I was thinking just like. Whatever fits there, Wolverine, Colossus, and you said Juggernaut. Juggernaut would also probably fit really because he well just in that little. Yeah, I would. Put, I would put. I would put Rogue in that too because she can hit hard as a bitch in the comics. That's true. Because Captain That's Marvel. True. We'll discuss this more at a later yes, date. Yes, yes. Sorry, guys. But, uh, I'm giving y'all spoilers. It's my fault. Y'all got. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but what else I was going to say? How how did you feel about the actor that played the new um, Nightcrawler? I thought he was good. Uh, he, he also did really good. Uh, he did the a really good job at portraying a young, like, clearly inexperienced, just kind of uh, doing his best. Uh, and you know he he portrays it well. He's just a he's just a kid who got thrown into a lot of crazy shit because of the way he looks, and he's just trying to live, which. I mean, would make sense as to how he fell into being uh, as much a Christian as he is, as as faithful as he is. Yeah. He needs to fall back on something, you know, like ain't nobody looking out for me. At least God is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why it would be so interesting when they get brought into the MCU and Mephisto can come and play because that's what they did. Ultimate Alliance, Ultimate Alliance, the game, they used a mutant nullifier on Nightcrawling, he teleported to Mephisto's realm. And that I love that whole game. Like, And at the end, if you don't save Nightcrawler, Mystique would kill all the X-Men. No, he would, she killed Professor X and the X-Men disbanded. That was a whole storyline. But, Damn. um, yeah. Now, see, I like when they take big fucking swings like that. Yes, it was so Whenever good. Whenever you're like, I am just going to write a story. <laughs> this has no consequence on anything else. Like I can literally just do anything I want with any of these characters right here. And it's just perfect. Yes. Cause it's just like, holy shit. I never would have thought of that. It was so good. Like they was like, cause you had Dr. Strange. The whole game was set around Nightcrawler because he got kidnapped. Him and Jean Grey got kidnapped. And Nightcrawler's just missing, and you're just like, where the fuck is Nightcrawler? You find out Dr. Doom is using the moon amplifier on him to teleport to Mephisto's realm. It was because he said, if he teleports there when he bamps, we can keep him in that place. We just got to keep him. And it was like, chef's kiss. Yeah, like it was so good. I love that. Well, and see, that, that, that mutant amplifier idea comes back to the idea of what Mystique could potentially do like if you were to amplify mystique's powers would that then grant her the ability to take on power so she when she mutates she mutates her x gene into others x genes yeah well did she kind of do that in well was that her limbs i mean was that her limbs because remember when she did that in the first one she used wolverine's claws but i remember briefly when he cuts it it's like it looks red in it like and it looks kind of red Oh yeah! Yeah, oh, like, shit! Really I forgot that? about that. <laughs> I forgot that scene even happens. Me too. Was that just like a, a like a massive plot hole we just kind of fell into? Yeah, because I remember she like like um she was saying she said I she said I don't know where Mystique is, but I could smell him. And the whole time that was Mystique, and that Wolverine cut him off because he cut the door, and they were just fighting. And I remember she she put her claws out too, and I'm like, "What?" Yo, I don't. I just, I guess I just need to rewatch it. Oh, I love feminine Wolverine in that scene. I loved it. <laughs> I loved feminine Wolverine. 
We got a couple interesting portrayals in that original X-Men movie, especially with, like, Toad. Oh, God. And, Toad. Uh, I can't that believe that Toad was whipping Storm and Jean's ass. I'm like, how are y'all gonna let this ugly fuck whip your Jean, you don't even have to touch him. <laughs> nah, you don't have to fucking touch him. <laughs> All you gotta do is just... That's why I just wish, like, give us Colton. That's why I wish they gave us a budget. We will get shit down. <laughs> <laughs> we got this shit right. Yes. Even though X-Men First Class is not the actual first class that's in the comics. But still. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. We might, we might have to dedicate a whole episode to uh, the whole first class idea, too. Oh, yes. And we need to yes, discuss Beast and Angel and uh, Cyclops and Jean and, and Iceman. Uh, Bobby. Yep, Bobby, who is now gay. <laughs> Bobby. Wait, wouldn't Bobby be introducing this conversation? Oh, wait, no, he's white. Like white snow. Cause he's yeah, 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 yeah. He's more of the, uh, he's more elemental. Uh, elemental. Yeah, he'd be more in the storm, uh, and the guy who throws fire. Ah, uh, ah, oh, oh, don't tell me. Sunfire? Is that the name Sunfire? Starfire, maybe? No, 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 no. I know her. She, she, she I know. Um, <laughs> no, it's not Starfire. What is it? Sunfire or Sunspot? It's something. It's something. Is he um, Latino or Hispanic? I can't remember. Oh, I was just reading. I was. Ju- it's Sunfire, and he is. Uh, he's Japanese. If I remember Ooh, correctly. Oh, the X Men Two Age of Apocalypse did not do him right. Because <laughs> I thought forever, I would have never thought that. Nah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, because I remember, because he was introduced in, I think, Giant Size also. Oh, okay. Should we do like a whole, um, wait, should we do like a whole, I was just thinking when we say about Bobby, should we do like a whole LGBT X Men thing about North Star, Bobby? Oh yeah, that'd be cool. We could save it. We'll save it for next June. Yeah, perfect, 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 perfect. But uh, I'm I'm reading an art. I'm, I pulled up an article here from. Uh, uh, I mean, take this with a grain of salt. It is Screen Rant. Uh, oh, yeah. But according to them, Simu Liu, who plays Shang Chi, has written a multi-season plan for an X-Men show based around Sunfire. Oh, but that's screen red. Like, you gotta take everything they do with a grain of salt. Like, that's... Oh, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely, not putting all my eggs in this basket because there's also a, uh, an article that says, which timeline does Shang-Chi take place in? What? Someone took the time to, so someone took the time to write that. So I know it's, it's just, it's probably not, and all, all that of an public, of a publication, but, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't have much else to say on these three, on these three beautiful blue beauties. Uh, um, the only, okay. I only have one more question for you and it's for mistake. How did you feel about mistakes role from end of apocalypse to beginning for the first and second half of dark Phoenix? I, uh, I, oh, since we've already been talking about Dark Phoenix so much, I think, like, like I said, overall, I think she was did dirty. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was executed well. I think that it, she was on, like, some sort of meteoric rise that they just fucking cut. Like, they were like, <laughs> nah, this is it. <laughs> How did you feel? Like, you didn't, like, did you like the storyline of her being a role, like, a powerful role of the X-Men, or you didn't really, like, Oh, absolutely. I love that. I, and see, that's the thing for me is that I'm cool. If you want to give me any character, give any character prominence, if you can do it well, I'm here for it. Yeah. And I think they, I think they did a really good job with Mystique for a few, for a few movies. And then they just, it, they, they, it was lackluster there at the yeah. end. But, uh, regardless, I thought it was, uh, on the whole good. Like I would say, I would say on the whole, Mystique's character overall 
uh, her story was good. I just think that she she shouldn't have uh, died. <laughs> I don't think she should have died. She died. <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 my main beef with all of this is that that she dies and it's like ah, like that was completely senseless and like a meaningless sacrifice and just just dead. I thought it was because Jennifer Lawrence was like, you know what? I don't even want to get in this blue paint no more. Like, fuck it. That's doing it. Have you ever heard James McAvoy talk about the X-Men franchise? Yeah, I love his interviews. It is so funny. Oh, he hates it. You said what? <laughs> it seems like he hates it. Yes, like, and it's and he always cracks on. It seems like he, he be cracking on Jennifer when they be like, oh, we're, you know, like, I don't know, we're acting. All of a sudden, she's like, lunch. She's <laughs> like, I'm over this movie. Lunch. Like, James McAvoy talks about the X-Men, how Robert Pattinson talked about Twilight. Yeah, and how Harrison Ford talks about Star Wars. Oh, and yeah. It's like, it's just like, like, it's time to end this shit. Like, I'm cashing this check. <laughs> Best believe that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about any of this other shit. <laughs> I just, yeah. That, well, that's all I had to say about my crips. That's all I had to say about yep, them. The blue. Blue gang over here. Yeah, blue uh, gang, gang, gang. Yeah, Mystique, Nightcrawler, and uh, the Beast. You know, Raven, Darkholm, Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner. Yeah, Kurt uh, Wagner. (laughs) Hank McCoy. Yeah, three, three of my faves though. That, that, like, they were. That's why they're the second episode. You know, they were, they were so front of mind to me that I was Mm -hmm. like, let's let's talk, let's talk them, and let's talk them early. But um, hell yeah, this was Mutants Monthly number two, something blue. Uh, be back next month on Halloween for the Halloween Spooktacular, where we'll be talking uh, costume design, and uh, we'll be talking some horror comics, uh, some X Men horror comics specifically. Uh, and uh, hell yeah, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Aurora Carter. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me again. Thank you for coming on my show. <laughs> of course, thank you for having me. Uh. If you would, go to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you will find over 16 hours of exclusive content and uh, some artwork that I put up that uh, no one else will ever see. It's all work. It's worth it, y'all. I'm trying to tell you it looks good. (laughs) Thank you, Aurora. I appreciate that. Uh, Head to Twitter. Follow at PennyBloomPod. Follow uh, Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. And uh, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Keanu Reeves.